Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Hall last night discussing his efforts to reform schools in Virginia. The grades are in for Maryland's more than 1,400 public schools. I'm Kate Ryan. A judge sides with the former chair of the Prince George's County School Board, but it's not the end. I'm John Doman. Down day across the board on Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow was down 544. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. German police have just revealed that there were eight people killed in a mass shooting in the major city of Hamburg. That in a building used by Jehovah's Witnesses for an event. They believe the shooter is among them, but there are many other unanswered questions. is from Hamburg police. The officers heard a shot from the upper part of the building and went upstairs where they also found a body. So far, we have no indications that any perpetrators fled. Police believe the body found with fatal injuries on the upper floor of the building was the attacker. They still have no idea what might have motivated the attack. That is the BBC's Moira Alderson. Already under multiple investigations in Washington and in Atlanta. Former President Donald Trump has been invited by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to testify before a grand jury investigating an alleged hush money payment made during the 2016 presidential campaign to an adult film star. CBS News reporter Graham Cates, the Manhattan DA has said nothing publicly, but such grand jury invitations are frequently followed by criminal indictments in New York. As U.S. Senators were questioning the railroad CEO about the toxic accident in Ohio. In Calhoun County, Alabama, another Norfolk Southern train derailed. There is no hazard material leak. There is no risk at all to the public. The train was the fourth operated by Norfolk Southern to derail in the last five weeks. It happened just hours before senators from both parties grilled CEO Alan Shaw. I want to begin today by expressing how deeply sorry I am. Over the February 3rd toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi reporting from there. And now to Northern California, which continues to be hammered by very wet weather, now a new atmospheric river. KPIX-TV's Kenny Choi spoke to people who live along the San Lorenzo River in Santa Cruz. Kerry Benedetto is tarping and boarding vulnerable parts of his home and sandbagging where it makes sense. We have everything kind of uh, raised. We have a storage mezzanine and try to keep everything off the ground as high as we can. It was only weeks ago when neighbors were dealing with mounds of mud everywhere. General Motors wants to cut some $2 billion in costs from the from the end of this year, so it's now offering buyouts to most of its U.S. salaried workforce. Carl Brower's an auto analyst with iccars.com. I have a new paradigm on how technology displaces humans, whether it's these chatbots and AI, more modular construction of cars that are more streamlined and don't require as this much is, labor. This is CB- Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. car prices at an all-time high our donors are now getting highest receipts ever donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow WTOP at 303 
Friday morning, 10th of March, 2023. Rain begins heading towards daybreak as wet snow with no accumulation expected. The high should be 40 to 45 before we're done. We're at 39 right now. Good morning to you. Andy and Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your 3 a.m. hour ride. We start with news this morning that could impact the future of your commute locally in Maryland. What started out as a public-private partnership formed to develop parts of the Beltway and I-270 through the use of toll lanes is now, as of this morning, no more, we're told. Private companies involved in it say they're done. Tolling operator Transurban and Macquarie Group, along with the state of Maryland, made up the consortium, and now the two private companies have backed out. Maryland's former Republican Governor Larry Hogan fought for the controversial plan, which would have renewed the American Legion Bridge, but the current Democratic Governor Wes Moore has expressed that he wasn't for the toll plan. Transurban says it's disappointed an agreement couldn't be reached with the state, but also says delays in environmental approvals and several unresolved environmental lawsuits were a part of its decision. More in a statement to WTOP says the state doesn't owe the companies any payments, and moving forward, the state will move in a way, he says, ensure social equity, environmental protection, and engagement with local partners while acting in the best interest of taxpayers. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now we turn to a pair of stories this morning about local education. First, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin was part of a CNN town hall just last night. The topic of discussion was education. He was asked about gun safety in school from a father who says his kid's teacher was shot during class earlier this year. In our plan, which we call Right Help Right Now, we proposed investing nearly $250 million in order to create capacity in schools with counselors with telemedicine, to create capacity with mobile crisis units and, and, and crisis receiving units, and to provide capacity after a crisis so that there's a place for people to go. WTOP at 305. Over in Maryland, the state's Department of Education has issued its statewide school report card this week. For the first time since the pandemic, Maryland's education officials have issued the annual report card. And this year, it shows that more than half, 63% of schools kept their rating. Now, top schools get five stars. The lowest performing schools get one star. The ratings for the 2021-2022 school year are based on things like graduation rates, the progress of English language learners, along with the performance on the Maryland Comprehensive Assessment Program, or MCAPS. Statewide, the school attendance rate is 91 percent and the graduation rate is 86 percent. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 3.06. Lawmakers who voted to reject D.C.'s criminal code described violence in the city as an epidemic. But now a poll by the Washington Post and GMU's Shar School finds this morning more than three in four D.C. residents actually feel safe. Washington Post local reporter Emily Davies joined us on WTOP. One person I spoke to who lives in Columbia Heights, for example, who's lived in that neighborhood for decades, says that it's a lot safer than when he grew up and that he he was used to hearing gunshots every night. And now he maybe has heard them five times in the last year. However, crime is still a concern. Two in three respondents to the poll say they're very concerned about gun violence, while half say the same about carjackings. The post poll here of more than 1,600 people has a margin of error of plus or minus three percentage points. 307, now to the latest on a man charged with second-degree murder accused of shooting and killing a 13-year-old boy locally in northeast D.C. During a court hearing on yesterday, a judge agreed to release Jason Lewis from jail while he waits to return this summer to court in June. 
Lewis's attorney successfully argued the D.C. government employee is not an immediate danger to the community. Lewis turned himself over to police back in January after the shooting that left 13-year-old Ron Blake dead. Police say Lewis fired at Blake after seeing him break into cars in his neighborhood. Good Friday morning. It is March 10th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. For the time now is 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with this this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Okay, sure. If you say so, I'll go along with that for the moment. We've got no real serious issues. Cleaning up a few messes, but again, nothing really slowing the flow early this morning. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland is where we start. We had crash activity on the Interloop ramp from eastbound Route 50, or yes, eastbound Route 50, the John Hanson Highway, onto the Interloop. The activity should be over on the right shoulder now. And again, uh, okay, now they've they've turned the cameras back so we can see it. It is definitely on the right sh- on the right shoulder. Not much more of a factor than a curiosity. Additionally, on the Interloop, the local lanes caller found the crash activity right at the Wilson Bridge over on the right side. Currently one up on the guardrail from what we, the caller describes. On the BW Parkway, the northbound work continues before I-195. Should be a right lane getting by, though. Again, this is beyond any camera view, so uh, unclear whether they've uh, even thought about picking up yet. Sometimes they do that early on a Friday, especially when the weather's going to turn on them before 5 o'clock. On the Virginia side, 95 southbound, the crash was near Thornburg. It was over on the right shoulder before exit 118. Otherwise, between Fredericksburg and the Springfield Interchange, 95 is good. 395, no complaints at the moment anyway. Between the 14th Street Bridge and the Springfield Interchange, 66, the work outside the Beltway after 29 Centerville, about the point where you cross over Cub Run, heading toward and past the Manassas Rest Area. Right lane was getting by the work. And then eastbounders near 28 Centerville, you were a single left past the work. On the Beltway, still waiting for them to start picking up cones. It won't be for another hour, so I don't imagine. Outer loop work after the GW Parkway heading for the Dulles Toll Road. That will be a single right lane to get by. District, haven't talked about it very much because not much has happened. And please, by all means, keep it that way. The freeway and the 295's incident-free. To celebrate 50 years of fun and games, the Maryland Lottery has just launched the 50 Years Scratch-Off. It has a $5 million top prize, the largest scratch-off top prize in Maryland lottery history. Please play responsibly. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Heads up for some wet roads out there early on this Friday morning. We are going to see a mix of rain and snow. Snow north and west, rain south and east, eventually becoming all rain across the area. Now, it won't be raining the entire day, but take the umbrella. We'll see periods of rain off and on. Now, as you move on through the Saturday, it's rather windy and chilly. Wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We are at 40 degrees straight up in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 310. Money news each half hour at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Preview of your business day now from Bloomberg. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street has been waiting for this day all week. The government this morning will release its February employment figures. They'll have a lot to say about what the Fed's next interest rate move will be. It was a nervous day yesterday as investors waited for the report. The major averages fell sharply with the Nasdaq down 2%. Bad winter weather across North America kept lots of people off the slopes at Vail Resorts. The Colorado-based ski resort company cut its financial outlook for the year, saying more than one quarter of this winter's ski season days were impacted by weather. 
Subscribers to HBO Max are getting more to watch. Warner Brothers Discovery is adding thousands of titles to the streaming service from its library of unscripted lifestyle shows. The service is also getting a new name, simply Max. The price will not change, starting at $10 a month with ads. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. All in-stock, kit-proof, pet-proof, waterproof floors are now on sale at FloorMax with up to 50% off. That's all in-stock, kit-proof, pet-proof, waterproof floors on sale now at FloorMax. Plus, act now and you'll also get 0% financing, up to 50% off. Act now while supplies last. Get your new floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com. That's FloorMaxFloors.com. See store for selection and details. Good Friday morning, March 10th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. It's 312. This is WTOP News. Fort Belvoir, locally in Fairfax County, is one of the Army installations, many of them, that is supposed to be getting a new name. But the Board of Supervisors there is leading an apparent effort to stop that from happening. Fort Belvoir was originally named after an Army general back in 1917, but then renamed in 1935 after a colonial-era plantation that once stood on its grounds. Fairfax now reports the board has an issue with some of the reasons the Army's naming commissions added Fort Belvoir in the first place to a list of installations that need a new name, including questions apparently over historical inaccuracies and uncertainties about how black history should be represented at the fort. Stay tuned. Sad news from the world of entertainment this morning. Actor Robert Blake, the Emmy-winning Beretta star, has died. He was 89. Robert Blake's life would have made a fascinating film. From childhood actor in the Our Gang comedy shorts to his breakthrough movie role as a brutal killer in 1967's In Cold Blood. You know, there was a time once when we almost had it made. Then his popular TV show, Beretta, in which he played a police detective with a pet cockatoo. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Hello. All of which were overshadowed when he was accused of killing his second wife in 2001. But a jury decided... Not guilty of the crime of first-degree murder of Bonnie Lee Bakley. Months later, he was found liable in a wrongful death lawsuit brought against him by Bakley's children. The actor declared bankruptcy, but he remained angry and defiant, telling ABC News in 2019. I'm beat up all the hell and gone, but I'm still here. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Now, a statement released this week on behalf of his niece says that Blake died in Los Angeles out west after a long battle with heart disease. Quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTLP Friday morning for you. A major change for a storage men's college basketball program in our area. We'll tell you what's happening at Georgetown this morning. And President Joe Biden's budget proposal now includes a 25% minimum tax on the richest Americans. Keep it here on WTLP for full details on these developing stories in just a minute. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about zombie drug? Its medical name is xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. WTLP at 315, Friday morning, March 10th. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us.
I'm Dean. This is WTOP News. Check out the latest from the tech world this morning. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely Report. TikTok is establishing new time limits for teenagers and beefing up its parental supervision tools. Until their 18th birthday, teens will automatically be defaulted to a time limit of 60 minutes a day. The teen can turn off that default, but if they do, they'll be nudged if they ever go above 100 minutes. Tests of that type of prompt, said the company, increases the use of time management tools by 234%. The company's family pairing tool, which gives parents and guardians the ability to supervise their teen's use, also has new features. It can now be used by parents to set custom screen time limits for their kids and view summaries of how much time the teen is using the app. Details at connectsafely.org slash radio. With the Connect Safely report, I'm Larry Magid for CBS News. This message is for Karina. Our mom will finish her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Emmedith and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Mom, Dad, Sis. Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie will have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity Internet during our limited-time Xfinity 10G Network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required, and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to Internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Good Friday morning, March 10th. Welcome to WTLP. Time now is 3.18. Driving good weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, first as always, this morning, over to Ian Crawford in the WTLP Traffic Center. Back to the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, Dino. We start on the inner loop, waiting for an all-clear on our crash activity near the John Hanson Highway. Should be on the right shoulder. Extra caution as you make the transition from 50, both eastbound and westbound, because those ramps come together to feed you onto the inner loop. Crash activity, what there is of it, and I'm getting the updated image from the camera. Oh, it's all gone now. Forget what I said. Everything is fine as you make your transition from Route 50 onto the inner loop of the Beltway. The crash is now clear. There had been crash activity in local lanes, inner loop, right at the Woodrow Wilson Ridge, had described by the caller about a half an hour ago as one up on the guardrail. Haven't had an update since. Can't find this one in the cameras either. On the rest of the Maryland Road, was actually in pretty good shape. 95 was doing well. BW Parkway waiting for an all-clear on the work zone. Northbound near I-195. At last report, it was a right lane getting by, but I think that one may have cleared that by now. On 50 across the Bay Bridge, still doing two-way traffic on the eastbound span, but doing it without delay. And Virginia, the Capitol Beltway, the cone still in the road on the outer loop. 
after the GW Parkway heading for the Dulles Toll Road, right lane past the work, and the express lane still out of business, outer loop from the northern beginning of them on the outer loop near Georgetown Pike all the way to I-66 and a little beyond. On the Virginia side on 95, no reported delays as far south as Fredericksburg, waiting for a final all clear on our crash activity southbound near just before Thornburg, exit 118, and the right shoulder was what was blocked. On 66, outside the Bellway, the westbound work was after Cub Run, heading for Sudley Road, right lane, getting by with pretty fair ease now. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking a storm making its way through the area later on this morning into this afternoon with rain and snow. Mostly rain from D.C. south and eastward, but some snow north and west at the start. Changing to rain eventually. Temperatures will rebound into the upper 30s to low 40s. So I'm not too worried about the roads, but again, they will be wet. So give yourself plenty of extra time. As we make our way into the day on Saturday, much cooler conditions. We'll see highs in the mid to upper 40s, but wind chills in the 30s all day with pretty windy conditions. On Sunday, a little bit better early, but then another storm rolls in. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at 43 degrees in DuPont Circle this morning, 39 in Germantown Friday morning, 36 in Annandale. We're... Down to 37 now in our nation's capital. Brought to you this 3 a.m. hour Friday by Len the Plumber on WTOP. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Len the Plumber. In the minutes ahead this half-hour Friday morning. A jury finds the former Laurel police chief guilty of setting fires and attempting to kill those inside. I'm Megan Cloherty. WTOP at 321. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years. When a diamond cutter in Israel became well-known for his exceptional craftsmanship, his diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds to upscale jewelry stores here in America. Then, after a few years, these wholesalers changed the game and started selling these precious diamonds direct to the public at the same prices they had sold to the jewelry stores. The no middleman concept became an instant success, and Diamonds Direct was born. Today, Diamonds Direct provides that extraordinary value to people all over America, leading the industry with the highest quality diamonds that still come straight from the best cutters, offered at the guaranteed best prices, period. Diamonds Direct, a truly revolutionary concept with a unique history rooted in quality, committed to excellence, and always focused on value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. Friday morning, March 10th, 322 on WTOP. Glad you are with us. This is WTOP News. David Crawford, a former police chief locally in Laurel, is found guilty this week of intentionally setting fires. In some cases, we're told, investigators say, this was done in occupied homes. 71-year-old David Crawford could face life in prison for setting four fires in Howard County. In some of those fires, eight people were inside. In court records show, after a week-long trial, a jury found Crawford guilty of all eight counties of attempted murder as well. Crawford's defense attorney says he maintains his innocence and plans to appeal, noting that prosecutors did not need to prove a motive for the dozens of fires, which span from 2011 to 2020. During the trial, fire investigators from six Maryland counties, including Montgomery and Prince George's, testified against the former Laurel Police Chief as he has pending charges for setting fires there as well. Last week, Crawford was convicted of first-degree arson in Frederick County. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Transportation now. Metro trains have been under manual control for more than a decade now after that deadly crash that happened back in 2009. But now Metro is apparently making its final preparations to bring automatic train operations back. To that end, NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss this morning 
explains when we could see this happen. What Metro would like to do is switch the ATO system back on on the red line first, and that'll be in the summer, sometime in the summer. They can't say specifically yet. And then all of the lines by the end of this year. And when you take a look at the operational efficiencies that something like this could have, it really could be big business for the metro system getting riders to come back because for so long now, We've been hearing from riders who say, look, it's taking too long in between trains. The wait times are too long. Something like this, if you equate it to an automated driving system in your car, it can cut down on seconds, which then leads to minutes and then leads to a better ride for everybody. Nine people actually died in that 2009 crash on the red line, the deadliest incident in metro history. In other news, federal regulators say that Yeti has recalled nearly two million coolers and gear cases because the magnets can apparently come detached from them, posing what they say is a serious risk of injury or death. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says this morning people should immediately stop using the recalled products and contact Yeti for a refund. The products include, we're told, the Sidekick Dry Gear Case, M20 Soft Backpack Cooler, and M30 Soft Cooler. More details, a click away at our website, search recalls. The FDA has new screening standards that could save the lives of thousands of women. These new rules, medically, say mammogram providers, actually have to notify women if they have what is considered dense breast tissue and recommend that those women consult their doctor about additional testing. Washington Post health reporter David Ovalle joined us earlier. He says the FDA, Food and Drug Administration's latest order, will actually, he thinks, help more women detect breast cancer early on. The tissue is so dense that it shows up as white on on the mammograms. Well, a lot of the cancerous tumors can show up also as white, so it makes it more difficult for the radiologist to pinpoint exactly if there is a tumor hiding. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 325 on your Friday morning, we check in once again with Rob this early hour. The Capitals have lost six of their last seven on home ice after a 3-2 shootout loss to the New Jersey Devils. Darcy Kemper strong in net with 38 saves and Dylan Strom scored in a wild second period but could not get the much-needed second point in the standings. Yeah, I thought Darcy made some huge saves. Um, he bailed us out a few times. I also thought we had some good chances and they blocked a lot of shots and, and got in the way a few times. So, but like you said, obviously it would have been nice to get two points, but take the one point and, and, and move on, get the you know, two New York games coming up and then a back-to-back, so there's still points to be had. In a wild day for local college basketball, Maryland beat Minnesota 70-54 despite a rough first-half shooting. The Terps scored 19 points off 15 Minnesota turnovers and now advanced to face Indiana for a second 9 p.m. tip-off in his many nights. Georgetown announced Patrick Ewing is out after six seasons in which his final two campaigns were historically bad, winning only 13 total games and setting a Big East record with a 29-game conference losing skid. Like Ewing, Mike Brennan coached American to only one NCAA tournament appearance and was fired after 10 seasons. The NFL 